Welcome to Let's Chat Teaching, an Apple Tree Resources podcast where each week we'll dive into all things teaching in the grades 5 to 8 classroom. I'm your host, Nicole Sanders, a classroom teacher turned online pro D course creator. I'm here to help you strategize, unpack, and create more ease in your classroom this year. Hey, it's Nicole here at Let's Chat Teaching. Today we're going to talk about short story structure and how we teach that in the grade 5 to 8 classroom. One of my goals as a teacher is always to add depth without adding extra work to my plate. As we know, our jobs are so hard, so let's not reinvent the wheel here. Let's just take a look at one of the ways we can add depth to story structure while we're teaching it. Students should come in with a rudimentary understanding of plot structure. They usually talk about it as story structure, which is the same thing. Um, They're usually introduced to this very rudimentary with like the beginning, the middle, and the end when they look at stories or picture books and that kind of thing. We want, I know I want and you want, we want our students to go deeper and to understand the structure and the nuances of story in much more depth as we move through the grade five to eight classroom. It's really important that our students are be able to dissect things a bit more. Being able to identify the structure of a story is a really important life skill. If we think about it, we are connected to story, to people's stories. I'm connected to your story as a human being. You're connected to my story as a human being. And we seek out stories in our life. We seek these out through when we read a really good novel or all of the TV shows that we watch even reality TV shows, there's still a a story structure, um, an element of humanity in it, different ways of seeing the world. I read once that there's no stronger way to build empathy than through reading. There's no stronger way to build empathy than through reading. So you can't experience something that someone else has done. We can kind of see how people have done things and connect through TV and movies and that kind of thing. But research has shown that the closest thing we'll ever get, the closest way we'll ever get to actually experiencing something without actually experiencing it is through reading. I thought that was really, really interesting. And I think it shows a connection on a really deep level of story and how we connect through story So understanding the structure of a story or the plot, the plot points, those kind of things, the structure of how a story is created, how people are connected to and through story, it's such a life skill. Hear me out on this one. I know that sounds really big for, you know, something that feels a little bit small, story structure. We teach this every year. It's something we zip through. It's something we do. But just hear me out. By understanding the structure of a story, we're able to follow along more easily with new stories or nuanced stories. We can anticipate what's coming up and we can connect to these stories on a much deeper level when we are able to understand the structure of every basic story. Story structure is found in our everyday life and we seek it out, like I said before, as human beings. Every day we see, we read, we insert story and nuance. And even in advertisements, there's story. This is how we relate to advertisements. With advertising, it's a bit more tricky, but it basically has the same storyline, right? It goes, picture your life now and how hard it is. But get this product and see how much easier life can be. 
That's basically the, the line or the tag of every advertisement we'll ever see. So again, it's like the beginning, how your life is, the conflict, how difficult it is. And then the middle is showing how the product will make your life easier, which is the end result or the resolution. Knowing story structure is how we as human beings create and connect to story. Knowing it, understanding it on a deeper level can help us and help our students really navigate different areas of our life a lot better. I love teaching plot structure and story structure. I love teaching it by starting with a short story, reading it aloud to the class. I usually start with a short story unit. So I have like between three and five short stories. And the first, the first short story, all short stories I would read aloud, but the first short story when I read it aloud, it's really going to be a connecting, showing examples of success for short stories. The first thing is to find short stories that are fun, highly entertaining, and engrossing. We're going to talk about that next week. So so be sure to tune, tune in. I'm going to do some story reviews, short story reviews for grade five to eight. I'm going to use the titles. I'm going to give a synopsis and I'm going to give my opinion on them. So stay tuned for next week when I do a short story review. So after I pick a really interesting short story, I read it aloud. We talk about the basic story structure, the understanding that they've already come into the class in, classroom with, beginning, middle, end. We apply that beginning, middle, and end, just the basic stuff, to the short story we've already read aloud. I'd have students chat about it at their desks and have volunteers come up and write it on the board. It's always good to get them up and moving. The first time looking more in depth at something in a class, I always like to have a success, an example of success for students to be able to really understand the different and the new nuance, not just like let them off to the wolves, but like do it as a class, let students participate and not just zone out so that they are able to use that concept, the new concept again and again and again and again. This helps them reinforce learning concepts because we know that learning is not linear, it's cyclical. So we're able to make sure that we go back in that circle again to these new learning concepts. And every time we do, it brings further depth into our understanding and our application in the new concept, which becomes more of an old shirt that we reapply and are comfortable with. But the first time looking into something deeper, looking into the nuance of something, it's really uncomfortable. Learning anything new is uncomfortable. Learning how to, for myself, like learning how to go from a a classroom teacher to an online educator or an online entrepreneur is difficult. I have to take courses on how to create a podcast and how to run a website and how to create um, professional development courses online, those kind of things. Those are huge learning curves. And so is this for our students, looking at something that they're very familiar with, the beginning, middle, and end, basic story structure, and are now looking at it in a much more in-depth way. This can feel very intimidating. And by giving them, by walking with students through this process, we are really allowing them to grasp the larger concept without the fear element of it. As we know, when our brain feels fear, it actually shuts down the reasoning parts of our brain and the understanding and the ability to learn. Basically, it just shuts it down. So if we're able to remove the fear part of it, we're able to really allow our students to have a much more comfortable experience in learning a very difficult concept, a new concept, 
kind of in a more of a warm and fuzzy way. So our, the, it kind of tricks the brain into like accepting new information. That's the reason behind doing the example of success with our students for the first time. So we've already gone over the beginning, middle and end. We've had students come up and write in, you know, parts of the story that are in the beginning, middle and end. And this builds confidence, right? I'm always encouraging my students like, good job. Yeah, that's absolutely where it goes. Oh, fabulous. Oh, what do you think of this? That kind of thing. It builds confidence. And students who didn't participate, because we always have those students who are silent in the corner, and you're like, "Mm, are you listening? They're watching and they do participate in their own mind. Like if the question is asked, they answer in their mind. Doesn't mean that they're not, if they don't answer it out loud to their table group, or they're not always the one writing it up on the board, they are answering these questions in our mind. Our minds can't help but answer questions that are posed. I'm just going to take a quick water break. When we come back, make sure you come back with me. I'm going to share with you a very quick activity you can use again and again throughout the year. What if I told you teaching your students how to write a short story could be easy? Short Story Writing Made Easy is an online professional development course for grades 5 to 8 teachers. Short Story Writing Made Easy is a step-by-step online course to help bring more ease and fun into your short story writing unit this year. One of the best parts is this online course can be taken when you want and where you want. When you buy Short Story Writing Made Easy, you get access to the course for a full year. That means you can start, stop, and go back to the course whenever it works in your schedule. Head over to appletreeresources.com slash courses to learn more. That's appletreeresources.com slash courses. Okay, welcome back. So after I've read that very exciting, interesting short story, students love it. They've discussed the beginning, middle and end. Remember that accessing that prior knowledge before they come in, knowing that they do have some knowledge uh, was really helpful for confident building. And then after that, beside the beginning, middle and end portion of what students have written on the board and we've done as a class, I draw the shape of a mountain and I explain that we're going to take one or two steps deeper in understanding story structure. From there, we talk about the beginning as an introduction, the rising action, climax, falling action, and resolution. I hand out an activity called a plot mountain. And as a class, we fill in each part of the story structure together using the short story read aloud that we read aloud in class. And we're using this mountain image. The mountain image really, really helps our visual learners, which as we know, is about 80% of our classes. 80% of our class is predominantly visual learners. So that mountain, the shape of a mountain, having that peak being the climax, and then going down the mountain as the resolution is really helpful in connecting these words and story structure ideas. So we fill out this plot mountain activity, they have it in front of them, they have the short story in front of them. And I'm also filling it out on the board in front of us. Again, we're using this as a an example of success. Students will be using, they're not going to get rid of this activity. They're going to hold on to it and they're going to refer back to it again and again. Like I said before the break, I said we're going to be using this activity again and again and again throughout the year. By doing this, we're allowing our students to have that cyclical learning cycle rather than introducing our students to something new, expecting them to reproduce it. We mark it and we move on. That's not really, that's a very short way of learning and not necessarily something that we're developing and gradually moving deeper. It also requires you as the teacher to get a new activity every single day so they can do the activity, mark the activity and move on. And that's difficult for both your students and yourself. So let's just nix that idea 
And let's use this activity, this plot mountain activity throughout the whole year. This will be beneficial for you and your students. So after they have the plot mountain activity all filled out, we discuss it. They can discuss it as small groups or pair, think pair shares, that kind of thing. Later, they can use this mountain activity, plot mountain activity for their own story structure when creating their own short stories. They can also use it in novel studies or if they're dissecting plays or creating plays. They can use it in so many ways again and again. The The plot mountain is just a structure. You can apply any short story, any novel, any movie, really, any story to it. And therefore, the structure itself can be used again and again. And this familiarity of using the same structure and the same outline for different stories really shows students that it's the structure of a story that we're analyzing. We're not analyzing this particular story, although that is part of it, but that we're analyzing a much bigger idea of the structure of a story. If you want a free copy of The Plot Mountain I'm talking about, you are more than welcome to have it. Uh, if you go to appletreeresources.com slash plot mountain activity, that's appletreeresources.com slash plot mountain activity, you can get your own free copy of this and use it today. I've used this one again and again and again. Students love it. They get very familiar with it. And it really helps deepen the understanding, deepen the analysis of plot structure, not just in one way, but to bust open that box where it's like, oh, this is a short story plot structure mountain. No, 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 no. This is story structure. And we're going to use it again and again in different types of stories, short stories, novels, movies, plays, however you want to use it. But again and again, it really shows the bigger idea, being able to step back and really dissect the story structure. Again, if you want that for free, that's appletreeresources.com slash plot mountain activity. I'll also put it in the show notes, a direct link, so you can just click it there and download it for yourself. By using a well-written short story first and creating a class-generated plot mountain, this sets our students up for success. It allows a gradual release of responsibility from us as the teacher of the bearer of all knowledge, right, to the individual student. So we do it as a class first with teacher-led, then you can do it in a small group or a pair, and then students will be able to do it on their own. And this way, we're gradually releasing our students into a deeper understanding onto their own. By giving our students examples, we're walking with them to the first story structure, we're giving our students tools to understand story structure, what can later be applied on their own short story writing units which is really important. And it allows them to, with the gradual release of responsibility from being right on the teacher with the bearer of the knowledge, to passing it down to the group, to passing it down to individuals. This gives every student the opportunity to really succeed, feel safe, and try a little bit more out of their comfort zone as they move down that gradual release of responsibility model. I really hope that you have found this episode useful and that it has provided you with a few ideas on how to bring a bit more ease into your teaching this year. Make sure you grab that free resource and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I know we're all busy and I feel honored you chose to spend some of that time with me. Until next time.